Welcome to Me Movement on the Mic. Your episode is just about to start. I created the Me Movement on the Mic to help people realize that your life is so special and that you need to address all aspects of your life to become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm on a mission to provide you with tools to help you build a habit that sticks with you forever so you don't have to worry about starting your fitness regime every six weeks and falling off again. I understand that life isn't just about training, going to the gym, or having the best body in town, but also about great movement patterns, mindset, health, and community. Join me, Sally, as I help you filter through all the health and fitness stereotypes to help you embrace yourself while still enjoying a gelato or two. Come with me while we break the cycle of non-constructive behaviors through movement, mindset, and health. Let's get this episode started. Welcome everyone to me, Movement on the Mic. My name is Sally and this is episode six. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Like, look, I mentioned it in the previous episodes. If you're thinking about doing something, just do it. It is baby steps for me movement on the mic. But if I didn't start it, this wouldn't be happening. And I wouldn't be discussing the next topic of episode six, which is the menstrual cycle and exercise. Ten years ago, honestly, I would never have spoken about this topic. And it's kind of weird because it happens to me. So why wouldn't I speak about it? It's almost like I've got this thing ingrained in me from high school, you know, like in high school where everybody had a sick note. It's like, I'm not going to train. I have my period. Uh, I can't train, miss. I can't train because I got my period. It could be a cultural thing, like growing up. You know, it was considered, oh, you you know, you can't go to church because you got your period and it's a bit dirty. So, I mean, I mean, I don't blame that, but it's layers and layers of culture, experience, maybe education, and being comfortable as a woman to discuss this topic, okay, because it's not really discussed as much as it should be, like, it is out there on podcasts, um, some really good, you know, uh, sites out there. But you know, you don't you don't really sit there with, um, you know, random people and talk about your menstrual cycle. Well, here it is. I'm going to talk about it right here, right now. Menstrual cycle affects females, okay, and it affects the females differently, and ultimately, it could definitely affect your performance. Think of it this way: Have you ever? gone to the gym or decided you were going to start Monday and and you got your period, um, you know, and you just felt like you had no energy, you know, you start to overthink things and to top it all off, you're bloated, like nothing fits. It's like, why should I even start? Or if you have started your fitness regime or you're on a diet and you're doing really well and all of a sudden, just say like a week before, you start to gain more weight and you're like, hey, I'm eating all the right things. I'm exercising and then I'm gaining weight. And then you're like, oh, yep, that's why. 
I got my period. Okay. So today I'm going to delve into the topic of the menstrual cycle from start to finish. So not just when you bleed and how you can possibly use it to your advantage when exercising or even, you know, discussing it with your, your, your personal trainer the next time they create your exercise program. Because the more they know, the more that they can help you, you know, feel better, uh, exercise and, and, and use it to your advantage. So as I said before, everyone's experience is, in it is different. Everyone goes through different types of pain. Some women have no pain and no bloating and they can just go through performance and they're fine. Some people have really, really, really bad period pain and really, you know, uh, consistent or strong symptoms and stops them from performing any kind of exercise. So everybody is different. Okay. So let's look at the menstrual cycle. Usually, let's just say uh, it should last about the actual cycle from zero to, to the end, about 28 days. Everyone, some people can go a little bit shorter. Um, I think they there's some women out there, they go 26 for one month, 28 for another. Um, and this is with women who don't have any kind of conditions that gonna, um, they're going to affect their menstrual cycle. So if we look at it this way, zero to 14 days, you know, you're cruising, you've got controlled eating, your hunger levels are great, you've got insulin sensitivity, you're having your carbs, everything's feeling fine. And this is when estrogen is, is high. You know, that's the, that is, let's just say it's high. It's high. Progesterone is a baby maker hormone and that's quite low. So I'm just going to touch on estrogen. Estrogen, estrogen is such an amazing hormone, you know, it's there for repair. Um, it's there to keep your, um, you know, ligaments stronger. We need estrogen. Okay. So estrogen's quite high. Progesterone, which is a baby maker hormone is quite low. Around the 14 day mark, there's a slight peak in testosterone. For me personally, I love this phase because I just hit all my personal best in everything. I'm feeling good. I've got extra strength. I can dumbbell press, my deadlifts, my squat, everything everything feels amazing. My hips feel great. My back feels great. And I'm just, I'm loving life. But like all great things, they have to come to an end. When the energy drops, estrogen drops, progesterone is uh, increases. So if we look at progesterone here, uh, it rises. Why does it rise? It gets ready, gets, getting ready for ovulation. Progesterone prepares the, you know, the endometrium for, for pregnancy uh, after ovulation. And progesterone is a female sex hormone. It's produced mainly in the ovaries and following ovulation each month. So if we, if we take a look at a typical hormone pattern for hu for women, humans, well, women, we look at like the zero to 14 days as the estrogen starts to rise, right? That's just just after you finished your period, so you're bleeding, and things are kind of going back to normal. The estrogen comes up. That's called the follicular phase, Okay. As I said before, insulin sensitivity is great. Fat loss, there's fat loss in muscle. 
um, you're feeling good, your tendons are strong, they're feeling good, and you're going to get more like gains during that period. There's more muscle building potential during that period. For me, I can definitely relate. Then, then there's a week just before I have my period and that's when the cravings start to increase. Cravings start to increase, start to feel a little bit more lethargic, a bit irritable. Um, I just want to, yeah, I just want to eat more and that's totally normal. So how are you going to work around that when you're training? Just say you've jumped on a diet and you want to lose a bit of weight and then, oh, your period comes. So what, what, what does this actually mean for women? Firstly, women's hormones are so volatile compared to men. Like they change so much. So it is harder for women, you know, during, during fat loss or during training, but not impossible. Yeah, men, women definitely have more fluctuations in terms of hormone than men. Let's, we're going to definitely leave it, leave it at that. But if you're training like your boyfriend or your brother or your male mate, chances are you're not getting the full benefit and utilizing your cycle. So I definitely suggest you get an app, download an app or write it down and be aware of your cycle and how you're feeling. Definitely, if you're having um, pain certain months or a bit more energy in other months, because it's definitely important for you. Okay. I've been doing it recently and I've noticed that, you know, I can push a little bit more. When I, and after when I begin my period, I realize that I, I just want to do a bit more conditioning, but not push as much. So I'm still being active, but because my muscles get a bit sore, my joints a little bit sore, I, I don't do as much lifting. So the next point is program your heavier lifts or more intense training f- for the zero to kind of 14 mark and then taper down or do some cardio maybe after the 14 mark to help to help increase that, that fat breakdown if that is what you want, that's your goal. Okay, because fat storage hormone increases after the 14 days to prepare for the upcoming baby. So there's a there is a reason why these things happen, guys. Look, some people get really hungry leading up to their period. So maybe when you've got your program, we can chat with your coach. You can program more maintenance calories if we're talking about food. Okay, because if you've got you know, your maintenance calories, which will be a little bit more higher than when you want to lose weight, then, you know, you're not going to go and reach for that high calorie dense food when you're on a diet. So bringing the calories up a bit more might actually help you during your period and help you with your performance as well. So you're not feeling more sluggish. A lot of people a lot of women experience bloating. Some have really bad pain. So again, take that into consideration when you're exercising. You know, if you're in pain and you're bloated, probably not a good idea to go and do a really intense conditioning session with, I don't know, as many reps as possible and sit-ups and all that stuff. So if you're bloated, it's not going to be a good thing 
um, doing sit-ups, okay? And you all know what I'm talking about, okay? If you're bloated, something's going to come out on the other side. Got to take that into consideration, especially when you're training. So there's a lot of things there that will definitely work in your favor when you're exercising. And it's, as I said, it's super important to be aware of your individual needs, uh, your cycle, and how you're going to manage that. And, you know, there, as I said before, there's, there's females out there that don't feel anything. And you've probably seen them out training or running. And you're like, oh, how can they do that? Well, again, we're all very different and we deal with things in a different way. So there's no shame, you know, if if you're absolutely in pain, there's no shame in, in not doing that training session, okay? Because it's as I said before, it's very individual and it's almost like it's ingrained in us to have that kind of fear sometimes of training. It's like, oh, you can't train. Still, I still, I still have it from my from my uh, days in school. Oh, you can't train because you got your period. You're a bit sensitive. Da, 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 da. No. What do you think athletes are gonna do? Do you think athletes go? Oh, sorry, we got my period, so I can't compete. No, they get on with the job. Obviously, if you're not an athlete and you don't need to compete and you're feeling there's like a lot of pain there, you you don't have to train. But if you're feeling like you can do something, get up, do something, walk, um, you know, jump on a um, jump on a bike or treadmill or anything to get you moving to make you feel better and, you know, get up off that couch. In saying that, you know, a lot of females get a little bit more tired and I want to touch on sleep. Because there's there's been a study, there's a study, and it talks about insomnia in people who perform shift work. Now, they did a study and um, they did a 12-month follow-up and they found that um, insomnia, so lack of sleep, can induce uh, menstrual cycle and irregularity among shift workers. So sleep is very important because it could mess up your menstrual cycle, especially when you're performing, um, especially when you're, um, you know, you're doing night shift. So sleep is definitely important. And how are you going to sleep better? Think of a particular time that's going to suit you to go to bed to get a decent amount of hours sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed because let's face it, what's going to happen when you don't sleep? Okay? You're going to be irritable. You're going to be hungry. You're going to snack more. Um, you're not going to be able to focus and definitely your training is definitely going to suffer. So make sure that you take that into consideration, especially when you have your period, because obviously studies out there show if you're not sleeping well, it's going to create some irregularity in your period. And that's not fun, guys. That is not fun. So I hope that I've given you some insight on the menstrual cycle and exercise and that our hormones definitely do fluctuate, but we can use that to our advantage. So here are the takeaways. Number one, be more aware of your cycle, okay? Because the more knowledge you have about you, 
the more you can use it, utilize it more efficiently and you can just train and hit your goals easier. Two, track your cycle. I use the Flow app, but there's lots of little apps that you can download. Pick the one you like, stick to it, and just see how things change. You know, like look at things like how you're feeling, if you're bloated, um, how long your period lasts, things like discharge. These things are very important. Three, program your training around your cycle. Again, use it to your advantage. I was talking about how during the beginning um, of my uh, my menstrual cycle, I'm, I'm feeling great. You know, a couple of weeks before my period, uh, my performance is, I'm killing it, I swear. You should see me. Seriously, come down to the gym and see me train. I'm a completely different person, you know, the week after. I'm like gone you know I'm, I'm sure people at the gym are like who, who who's that girl because last week she was lifting great and I don't know who she is now so program your training around your cycle if you've got a trainer please let them know let them know because you're going to rock up one day to your training session you're going to feel fab and they're going to want you hit a personal best um, I know everything that goes on with my clients because that way I can program in accordance with how they feel, you know. And and this is not just with females. For my male clients as well who've got um, lots of different conditions that stop them sometimes or prevent them from, you know, maximizing their workout. So you got to definitely, you know, open that line of communication and, uh, you know, 10 years ago, I would not have talked about this topic, but I think it's really important to bring it forward and get people comfortable talking about it because this is real. Okay, I'm, come on, man. We make babies. This, 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 we need to definitely discuss this. Ah, bit of a rant there, but I'll talk about number four. Body weight definitely will fluctuate, guys. Okay, one week you will step on the scales and it's going to be fan bloody tastic the next week you're going to retain water you're going to get bloated and you're going to go bugger it i'm going to eat all the processed foods and everything tasty because the scales never moved no stop breathe control it is normal for the weight to fluctuate it is totally normal okay maybe during that week uh, increase your main, your calories to maintenance level. If you haven't tracked, try it out because the more you track, the more you become aware. I'm not saying track for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is it's a good idea to track because you have an indication of where your maintenance level is because then you're going to be like, oh, my God, I can eat so much and I feel great. Well, I hope I've educated you on the topic of the menstrual cycle and exercise. I hope that you use some of these points to help you exercise more efficiently and I hope it uh, gives you some gives you some insight on how intricate the female body is and how amazing it is and that you know what some sometimes things happen you're not going to be able to hit your personal best or your weight fat loss goals and then sometimes you just got to be a little bit more patient and be grateful for the body that we're in because it is absolutely amazing. 
Okay. Thank you once again for listening, guys. I hope you got something out of it today. This is Sally from Me Movement on the Mic. I hope you have a lovely day. Bye now. Episode is over. Thank you guys for listening to Me Movement on the Mic. It'll be so appreciative if you like, comment, or even put a review. Thank you. Have a great day.